Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and this is episode 7.2, chapter Mark, chapter 4. So uh, I just want to say thank you again for joining uh, me today. Uh, Jeremiah is off doing his job and uh, so I am, uh, like I always say this, I'm flying solo. So um uh, for those of you who are joining me for the first time today, um, I want to say thank you for giving it a go, trying it out. Um, I know that uh, this is something new for some people, um, especially for new believers. And uh, the reason why we started this podcast was to help uh, encourage uh, new believers, even old believers, you know, uh, people who've been seasoned who just never quite got in the habit of reading their Bible. Um, sometimes it's very daunting and maybe having somebody alongside of you makes it a little bit easier. So I just felt like God was telling me to get the word out there and try to encourage people to read their Bibles every day because it just grows your relationship with him <clears throat> stronger and stronger. You get to know him, you get to know what he is, what, he, what he's about, who he is. Um, he is a mighty God who uh, is sovereign over all of us. And um, it's just amazing how he works and how involved he really is in our lives. Um, so uh, that was uh, how this was started a couple of weeks ago, actually about a month and a half ago. And we are uh, trying, our mission statement is uh, reading the word of God into the world. Um, and that's basically what we do. We do one chapter at a time, we read it, and then we discuss it a little bit. So, uh, so welcome and, uh, just welcome aboard on this, this journey that we've, uh, started. So, um, so I am going to pray first because I just wanted to, uh, just put a covering over this moment in time. Uh, with God's blessing. So um, let's pray. <clears throat> heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for uh, being our Heavenly Father. We thank you for always watching out for us and taking care of us and providing. Uh, we thank you especially for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood he shed for all of our sins. Lord, we are so grateful for you and for him, and we just... Um, there's just nothing we can say that will ever be enough to be uh, to show you how thankful we are. So, Lord, we just accept your uh, grace and love um, with open arms. We we praise you and we lift you up uh, because you're just the mighty God and you are in control of everything. Lord, we ask you to put a blessing over everybody out there who is listening. We ask you to bless them, watch over them, take care of them. We don't know what their needs are. Uh, we don't know what they're going through right now, but whatever it is, I pray that whatever this moment is, that they are taking the time to dig in and to read and to get to know you better, Lord. I pray uh, that you will bless them for their time that they are um, uh, wanting to put into uh, creating a relationship with you. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this moment. And thank you for helping me to overcome all the 
mountains that it took to get to this moment. So, Lord, I, uh, I'm so thankful that this is uh, able to be done in your will. Lord, bless us, watch over us, and uh, reveal to us exactly what it is that you want us to learn from your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so again, it's, uh, episode 7.2, and it is chapter 4 in Mark. So, <clears throat> so Jesus is teaching through parables. Sorry, need to put my readers on, get my pencil. Don't forget to put your check mark next to this day so that you know that you've read it. Um, so he's reading through, uh, I'm sorry, he's teaching through, uh, parables. And again, we've, we read through this, uh, in Matthew, but this is a different take on it. Maybe, uh, maybe you'll hear something different in, in today's reading. <clears throat> Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him. So he got into the boat. Then he sat in the boat while he while all the people remained on the shore. He taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plant soon wilted, under the hot sun, and since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a 100 times as much as had been planted. Then he said, <clears throat> anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Later, when Jesus was alone with the 12 disciples and with the others who were gathered around, they asked him what the parables meant. He replied, you are permitted to understand the secret of the kingdom of God, but I use parables for everything I say to outsiders so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. When they see what I do, they will learn nothing. When they hear what I say, they will not understand. Otherwise, they will turn to me and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? I'm sorry, how will you understand all the other parables? The far farmer plants seeds by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things. So no fruit is produced. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. <clears throat> Parable of the Lamp 
Then Jesus asked them, Would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine. For everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open, and every secret will be brought to light. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Then he added, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you will, you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Parable of the Growing Seed Jesus also said the kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, while he's asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. <clears throat> First a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle for the harvest time has come. Jesus said, how can I describe the kingdom of God? What should I use to illustrate it? It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches and birds can even make nests in its shade. Jesus used many similar stories and illustrations to teach the people in much as they could understand, as much as they could understand. In fact, it is, it is in his public ministry, he never taught without using parables. But afterward, when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything to them. <clears throat> Jesus calms the storm. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although others, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke, up, woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly, the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The, dis the disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and waves obey him. All right. So uh, we've heard the story again uh, of the farmer scab scattering the seed. Um, what I noticed in this is there's a little asterisk next to, um, it looks like, verse 12. So 12, it looks like it's Isaiah 6, 9 through 10. So I'm going to put a little note there to take a look at that. 6, 9 through 10, because I don't have the time. I'm sure that it's in there just <laughs> for time's sake. Well, I guess I could. I mean, you know, I guess we can go back and look at it. I'm not very good with the number where exactly everything is in the back of the Bible. Isaiah. 
differences. Give me a second. My other Bible that I use has little tabs so I can find things much more easily. I wasn't raised to know the order of all the books, although I'm, I'm a grown-up, I can probably uh, memorize it on my own. Okay, so it's Isaiah 6, 9 through 10. Oh, yeah, and he said, "Yes, go and say to this, say to, and say to this people, listen carefully, but do not understand. Watch closely, but learn nothing. Harden the hearts of these people. Plug their ears and shut their eyes." I don't know why. I don't know what context that is, but obviously Jesus has his Bible memorized. <laughs> he knows how to talk, and he knows how to preach. So. Uh, I think what he's saying here is that he, when you, when they see what I do, they will learn nothing. When they hear what I say, they will not understand. Otherwise, they will turn to me and be forgiven. Um, I think he's talking about the Pharisees here, personally. Um, but I could be wrong. Um, so he talks about how the farmer plants the seeds uh, by taking God's word. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message, but Satan quickly snatches it away um, before you can even, you know. I know people like that, actually. I know people who, when you try to, you know, mention God or Jesus, uh, they hear it, but then they quickly dismiss it, you know, as a fairy tale or a fable. Um, and that's that's just Satan to me, I think. Um then the seed that fell uh, on the rocky soil rep represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. So they don't uh, keep feeding. Uh, you know, they don't keep reading. They don't. They don't dive in. They don't go to church. You know, they hear it. Uh, they think about it maybe, but then. It sort of falls off by the wayside. It's like they, they're kind of hot at first, and then they're like, well, it's not that big a deal. It's not that important. And then you have uh, people who hear the word, but they um, let things get in the way. Um, you know, by taking time out for this 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, whatever it is that we end up doing this for, um, you are feeding yourself. You're feeding your relationship and you're in the knowledge you just keep getting to know Jesus and you get to know God and how he works. Um, and, you know, you're taking the time to do that. And you're allowing everything to go away. Yesterday I tried to do this podcast and things got in the way, so I had to stop. It, I, it was too many distractions. And so uh, so I didn't get a chance to do it. Um, but I'm doing it now and I'll be posting it right away. Um, so, but anyway... My point is, is that you have to nurture, you have to keep yourself nourished in the word. Um, and then, of course, you have the people who, like us, who are sitting here reading, um, you know, and we're getting to know Jesus, we're getting to know God better and better. And so the plant, the seeds were planted and they're growing and you can see it and you can feel it. And you're going to take your ministry and go somewhere with it. You know, whatever God puts on your heart, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to take it and run. And then it leads right into this. So if you are nurturing yourself and you are uh, feeding into your faith and into your belief and, uh, and getting to know and understand Jesus and God, it's only, um, it's, 
it's only likely that you're not going to hide it under a lamp. I mean, when you're first saved, you remember how on fire you were? You were just like, you just wanted everybody to know that you got saved. And it was exciting and, you know, you just were just hot and on fire for Jesus. And so you want to keep that light burning. You want to keep it out there, you know, um, and, and let it shine. You know, if you're living your life in a way that uh, people know, that you're a Christian and that you are, a, you know, doing the works of God. You know, that's what, that's what he's telling you to do here. And, uh, let's see. And then going into, um, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches and birds can make nests in its shade. Um, you know, I didn't know that the mustard seed was the smallest of all seeds, but it is apparently. And here, uh, it's, it grows, you know, once you plant that seed, it's just going to grow and get bigger and bigger. And then of course the pair, the store, the, the story of Jesus calming the storm. Um, you know, I found it interesting that, uh, Mark actually, made a little note where it says Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of interesting. What, what was so important about that little detail that, you know, Jesus sitting on, you know, laying on with a pillow under his head. Um, and the disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? And, you know, Jesus just, you know, nonchalantly gets up. He's like, you know, calms the storm and then, you know, he's amazed that they still don't get it, you know, that, but they're getting it slowly, you know, they're just slow learners, you know, aren't we all? So, so that's Mark chapter four. Um, it's pretty clear, you know, it's just cut and dry. Uh, just Jesus giving us the word, telling us, get out there, plant your seeds. And you don't know what seeds you're planting by whatever things that you're talking about. Um, I know you know, I've been in, you know, the stores and, you know, just as somebody's name, you know, when they say, um, you know, uh, like I remember I was in Hobby Lobby and this guy was helping me with some framing and his name was Joseph. And I'm like, oh, that's a really great biblical name. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, and I was thinking, uh, Joseph and the, um, amazing, uh, his colored coat, and he's like, oh, you know, like, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, like Joseph, the, you know, husband of Mary. And um, I'm like, well, oh, yeah, that's true. But I was thinking more of Joseph in the Old Testament. And he's like, oh, I've never heard that story. I'm like, oh, look it up, you know. So you don't know. You don't know what you're planting. You never know. So um, I am encouraged every day by the fact that uh, many of the ministers and preachers I've been listening to, they keep saying uh, every week, get out there, get reading your Bible, um, plant your ministry, start, you know, getting out there, uh, listen to what God's telling you to do. So I feel very encouraged that this is something that is going to grow. I'm hoping it grows uh, right now. I, I don't even know what, what, who is out there, but I'm hoping that literally thousands of people get to listen to this. Um, I hope that it gets out there. I hope they start reading more and more. Uh, I encourage you to 
you know, start a, a, a small group and listen to the podcast together and discuss it amongst yourselves. You know, uh, it's, it's that simple and that easy. The more, the merrier, the way I look at it. So, um, and also, uh, every weekend, um, you know, at church, uh, the, um, pastor opens up the, um, the altar. I don't have an altar here, but, um, uh, he does, um, give everybody the chance to turn their lives to Jesus. And that is what all this is about. It is about accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So if you have not made a decision, uh, for Jesus, um, here is your opportunity. Uh, I'm going to lead you in this prayer and, um, Believers, if you would like to say it with, uh, that's just reestablishing your belief. Um, I think that's awesome. So let's uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. Thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept you as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, um, welcome to uh, the Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Jesus. And um, It's amazing. It's a whole new life. You're turning your life over. You're going to feel just like it's like a whole new beginning. All of your sins are washed. As soon as you turn your life over to Jesus, as soon as you've asked for forgiveness of your sins, it's it's a whole new life. And the past is the past. You can't change the past. Jesus can forgive you of it. Uh, and that's what the whole amazing thing about this is. That's the whole point of the cross. That's the whole point of him dying on the cross was because he had to. He had to die on the cross for all of our sins. He took that on for himself and you're washed of all of that. So I encourage you to get to be a part of a church. I encourage you to find a Bible-based church if you can, but whatever you are comfortable with, of course, is, is good. As long as you're learning from the Bible, you're, you're, that's, what's, that's what counts. Get involved with a ministry, uh, do some volunteer work and, uh, and, you know, Start living your life for Jesus. That's all you can do. So uh, that's it for today. Um, I'm, again, eternally grateful that you all were able to join me. Whatever you're doing right now, maybe you're going to bed. Maybe you're just getting up. I don't know where you are in the world. Uh, but I'm hoping and praying that this is getting out there. So uh, just thank you for participating and reading with me. Uh, have a great uh, rest of the day or a great, great beginning of the day. And in Jesus' name, I pray blessings over every single person out there. Enjoy, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye.